Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, hello. How's everyone doing? I hope, I hope you had a great weekend. Mine was great. Had a lot of time to rest up. And I'm actually doing a lot better than what I did last week. So that medication that the doctor must have given me worked. I didn't like it personally because of the way it made me feel, but got to get through it. And that was the only way I could do it was that medication. So that's what kind of what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about, let me get over there, some helpful tips and tricks for managing your medication. A lot of it, a lot of us have our own way of going about remembering uh, what medications we should be taking at certain times. For myself, I use my phone as an alarm, and that seems to help me to know when I take my medications. But it can be, it can vary. There's different types and different ways to remember, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. As people age, it's not uncommon for doctors to prescribe a complex series of medications to manage existing health conditions and prevent new ones from arising. While these medications may be helpful, the task of remembering which medications to take every day can be overwhelming for seniors. In addition to making medication schedules difficult to remember, polypharmacy, which is taking multiple medications to manage various health conditions, presents a unique set of drug interaction dangers that can pose health risks and threats to seniors and aging adults. When multiple medications are prescribed at a separate times and for separate conditions, the risk of adverse drug interactions increases. According to the American Geriatric Society, each year more than 30% of seniors in the United States have a negative reaction to their prescription medications. Most commonly, these reactions are caused by missing doses of medication or accidentally doubling up on doses of medication. In order to improve these problems from occurring and to limit the chance of adverse interactions between prescription medications, it's imperative that seniors develop and maintain a good medication management plan that will allow them to effectively manage each of their different prescription medications. Here are some 
tips and ideas to help you develop a plan that works for you. The first one is use a pillbox. A pillbox that is marked with the days of the week is a great way to keep track of which medications you need to take on a daily basis. If you take different doses of medications in the morning and night, you can designate a box for each time. A dark colored one for night and a light colored one for day, for example. In order to ensure that you're filling your boxes correctly, keep a chart that details your daily medication schedule and carefully consult this chart when you fill the boxes each week. Tip number two, if you have a busy schedule, it can be extra difficult to remember to take your medication at the correct time. Because of this, it can be helpful to link your medications into your daily routine. For example, get into the habit of taking your pills immediately after you brush your teeth in the morning or right after you brush them at night. By picking a routine daily activity and using it as a reminder to take your medication, you create a new habit that goes a long way toward helping you remember your pills. Next tip is give yourself reminders. One of the easiest ways to ensure you're taking your medications at the right time is to place a sticky note on your mirror, kitchen cupboard, or steering wheel to remind yourself to take your meds. It, if it is difficult for you to remember whether you've already taken your pills, keep a calendar in your convenient location and mark the days off in a brightly colored marker each time you take your pills. Next one, use an alarm. Now this is the one I use. You probably use an alarm clock to wake up in the morning so why not use one to remind yourself to take your medications? You can easily set, a, set an alarm on your phone, your watch, or your actual alarm clock to remind you when it is time to take your medication or your meds. Next one, use a medical alert device. If you need more help remembering to take your meds, Consider using an alarm medication reminder, which can remind you to take your pills or to head to a doctor's appointment. Next tip, enlist home care. For seniors who have difficult time remembering to take their medications, a home care aid may be an ideal solution. In addition to helping you remember your medications, a home care aid can also help you complete daily household tasks, assist you in getting to your doctor's appointments, and handle some of the daily cooking and cleaning. Next tip, tips for protecting yourself from dangerous drug interactions. Keep a detailed list. Even if you always remember to take your medications, it can still be difficult to remember which medications you're taking and how many you'll need to refill every time you head to the pharmacist. Therefore, it is wise to keep a detailed list of each medication you're taking, including herbal 
is supplements, which is something I've always told you uh, guys up there, everyone, that you need to make sure that you list what herbal supplements you're taking so the doctor knows if maybe that's the uh, issue that you're having. Also, over-the-counter medication and anti-prescription drugs. In addition to helping you keep track of your own medication, this list, it can also be taken to doctor visits to order to ensure to, that you're getting the correct medications and that your risk for drug interactions remains low. Next tip is to communicate with your doctor. Doctors do the best they can to get you the correct medication, but sometimes prescription drugs have unforeseen reactions. Because of this, it's wise to stay in good contact with your doctor. Don't hesitate to call if you feel that you are having an adverse reaction to medication and, or if you're concerned that your medications aren't interacting well together. The doctor may be able to prescribe you a different medication or look for alternative therapy options to help you feel better. One third of all seniors haven't talked to a doctor about all the prescription medications for the last year. Don't let yourself be a statistic. Keep in contact with your doctor to ensure your medications are as safe and effective as they were the day they were prescribed. Next tip is to ask to minimize your medications. You know, before we get on, keep going on here, I take over uh, 20 different medications, if you can believe it. Some are at night, some are all day, and some are at certain times during the day, so yeah. It's, it can get difficult asking to minimize your medications. When you meet with your doctor, ask if there is anything you can do to minimize the number of medications you take on a daily basis. The doctors may be able to suggest a non-pharmaceutical treatment that makes more sense and can replace a pill. If this is not possible, the doctor may still be able to limit the number of medications you have to take more than one each day. The fewer the pills you take, the lower of your risk of adverse reactions to your medication. Next tip, pick one pharmacy and stick to it. If you're taking several medications and each of them is filled by a different pharmacy, it can feel impossible to keep track of it all. For this reason, it's wise to pick one pharmacy and use it all for all your medication prescriptions. This can help prevent negative drug interactions and make filling your prescriptions a one-stop event. Once you've chosen your pharmacy, ask if they offer an auto-refill service. Most pharmacies do, and many even offer a phone reminder when it's time to come and pick up your next round of medications. Finally, choosing one pharmacy allows you to develop a relationship with the pharmacist who can be a valuable ally in your care. Don't hesitate to ask your pharmacist questions if you have concerns about your medication. 
Although a pharmacist doesn't replace your doctor, they can be an important resource for medication-related questions and concerns. See, that's why I only use one. I use two different pharmacists, but there's a reason for that. Uh, the first one, of course, is Rite Aid. That's where I get most of all my medications. Then I have another pharmacy that only helps me with my opiates. There's three that I take from there, and... You know, I don't have no problems with them running out of it and having to have to go find somewhere else to go. Now, in these days that we're having now, that pharmacies are being, you know, going on strike and pharmacists are getting too busy and they need more help. A lot of these pharmacies are having issues with medication coming in and medication that people need. You know, I'm not going to mention the companies, but with me, Rite Aid, I haven't had no issues. And I hope it continues to be that way. And the final tip here is the case for medication management, how it can help you lead a healthier life. As you age, it's likely you'll begin taking prescription medications to treat symptoms and remain healthy and active. While prescription medications are often helpful and needed, they can create a frustrating daily routine that is difficult to keep track of. If we take several medications each day, developing and utilizing a good medi uh, medication management plan is an imperative step in ensuring that you stay healthy for years to come. Because of medications can interact badly with one another, Creating a medication management plan does more than just helps you stay organized. It also helps you stay safe. By knowing which drug interactions when prescription medications are taken correctly, they can help seniors and aging adults lead vibrant lives in their golden years. And when you develop a medication management plan that works for you, it can take a huge burden out of your life and free you up to worry about more important things like spending time with your friends and family. So that uh, concludes that ref uh, reference material. I still got about six or seven minutes left and I wanted to talk about one more subject and of course what subject goes along with making sure your medications are taken when they are. Managing your pain that goes along with the other topic, I feel. And this is what you need to do. So what is pain management? Pain management refers to techniques to reduce and control the amount of pain the person experiences over long term. First one, physical techniques. Here's some physical techniques that you can use. Various physical methods can help relieve pain, including physical therapy, Hot and cold therapy, massage, and acupuncture. Hot and cold therapy is a common and safe technique to reduce pain. Heat can help relax the muscles and dilate the blood vessels. It can also promote healing after an injury. Cold therapy reduces blood flow and reduces inflammation that causes pain. It often involves applying an ice pack wrapped in the towel to the skin. 
Next thing you could do is get a massage. Massage is a type of soft tissue manipulation. People may benefit from this technique when used with other pain management treatments, such as physical therapy and pain medication. What are the benefits of massage therapy? Relaxation, increased flexibility, reduced inflammation, improved posture, improved circulation, and it helps to reduce stiffness. Next topic is physical therapy. Physical therapy involves physical techniques to strengthen and stretch the muscles and joints. It can relieve pain throughout the body, while specific methods will vary by body part. Next one is acupuncture. Acupuncture involves a practitioner applying thin needles to the skin at precise points in the body. You know what I've been wanting to try is dry. It's called dry needling and that's something like acupuncture. The proposed benefits of acupuncture are pain relief, reduced inflammation, relaxation, and reduced muscle spasm. Acupuncture is generally safe when performed by trained practitioners using sterile needles. Next topic, cognitive behavior therapy. Psychological treatments aim to reduce the negative impact that chronic pain can have on a person's mental health. In 2013, review on the effectiveness of psychological pain management techniques concluded that CBD is effective at reducing pain immediately after treat treatment compared with using no strategies. The review also found that there was no evidence that CBT can reduce long-term pain. However, the technique was useful in reducing anxiety around pain and for improving quality of life. Next topic is yoga. Yoga aims to relax, strengthen, and keep the body flexible through stretching with specific focuses on particular body parts. A 2010 study in yoga's effects on chronic pain found that it did not decrease participants' pain, but it did help them cope and they were more in control of how the pain affected their everyday lives. However, other studies have found yoga to be effective in reducing pain. Yoga is a safe and accessible pain management technique that people can try at home using online videos or in a class with an instructor. Next topic is Tai Chi. Tai Chi is an exercise therapy involving slow, continuous, fluid move, body movements combined with breathing and relaxing techniques. The method is also gentle on the joints and muscles. Tai Chi can improve strength and joint stability and the concentration it requires can improve a person's mood. According to a 2016 review, there is some evidence that the technique could help with chronic pain. It states that people using Tai Chi experience improvements in chronic pain from rheumatoid arthritis, lower back pain, and osteoporosis. And there's a few more 
uh, techniques you can use, such as relaxation techniques, drug therapy, opiates, antidepressants, beta blockers, cannabis, that you can go over yourself. Now, there's about six more um, topics that you can that you can uh, read for yourself on this reference material, which I will post with all the other material. And you can go ahead and read it yourself. Um, because I don't have a lot of time, I want to make sure that you do get that information. Well, I hope this helped with managing your medications and managing your pain and how they combine and, and join together to be one root. So until I see you guys next week, I want to thank you for being part of this podcast. I really hope that the information I provide is going to help you in some sort of way. Also with all the other information I send you. Again, thank you for being here. And I will talk to you next Monday. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.